Hi, I'm David Tilley, and you're listening to American Sunshine. Hi, I'm Jay Lucas, and welcome to American Sunshine. It's the podcast where we focus on inspiring stories, the power of the human spirit, and uh, all that great revitalization going on in small towns, communities, all across New Hampshire, really all across America. And um, I'm delighted today to be uh, joined by an old friend, a wonderful, wonderful, nice man uh, who has a very interesting life. He, uh, he has uh, interacted with congressmen, senators, uh, presidential candidates, uh, cabinet secretaries, presidents of other countries, college presidents, and more. <laughs> and uh, what I'm talking about, obviously, is my good friend, uh, David Tilley. David, uh, welcome to American Sunshine, the podcast. <laughs> what a tremendous lead, Jay. It's <laughs> it's honor. I'm honored to be on your show, on your podcast this morning, and it's great to see you. And, and I love the work that you're doing with the Sunshine Report. Well, you know, David, you and I go back uh, quite a long ways. Um, but, you know, one thing I, I'm always interested in is people um, who uh, have been born, grow up in other places and make their way to New Hampshire. And um, it, tell us just a little bit, because you, you bet where you grew up and, and how did you make it to New Hampshire? And what did you find in New Hampshire that really captivated you, motivated you and, and uh, made you st make, make New Hampshire your home? That's a good question. Um, I grew up in upstate New York. My dad was uh, retired Air Force, and uh, that's where, where he retired, by Griffiths Air Force Base. And uh, I came out to New Hampshire um, for college and went to New England College, which is right down the street from uh, where I now live today. The only Henniker in the world? The only Henniker on earth, yes. Yep. <laughs> and um, re really enjoyed it here. Um, you know, the... The economy was uh, much stronger than I grew up in, in upstate New York. It was I was interested in uh, getting involved on campaigns and politics, and New Hampshire is the place that you go to do that. I mean, it, it was just uh, in, in New York State, you never saw your governor in, in uh, New Hampshire. You bump into your governor all the time, you know, when you're down at the Dunkin Donuts getting coffee. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and David, just tell you, so, so you were on campus and uh, you got involved in politics at the New England College. How did, how did that work? What did, what did you actually do? Yeah, honestly, it was pretty easy to get involved in volunteering. I got involved on an internship, actually, uh, when I was in college. And, um, you know, it, it was just very um, easy for a young student to get involved here in New Hampshire. And uh, even though I didn't have, my family wasn't from here and uh, um, you, you know, I didn't have, didn't have connections at the time being a young kid and all, uh, you just you just got involved and volunteered and, and ended up uh, being able to work in it. But as I recall, you were actually a big man on campus, right? You, um, <laughs> you, were, you were popular, you were elected to office and on, on campus, and you actually got really involved in student life as well as, poli as, well as uh, New Hampshire politics. 
<laughs> many, many, many years ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was involved in, in sports, was uh, class president when I was class president. College. I love that kind of yeah. stuff. Well done. Well done. So, 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 did you, when you graduated from New England College, uh, you know, one of the things I really admire about you, David, is that you, you actually have served our country. And, um, and I, I do recall a story about how you became actually very proficient in the Russian language as part of that. But it was not easy, right? I mean, how does that work? And how did you, how did you end up there? And what, what happened in the, in the service for you? Well, I, I always wanted to serve. Um, as has mentioned, my dad uh, was in the Air Force. He started enlisted, retired as an officer, served for 21 years. And I, I very much uh, grew up around uh, the service and folks uh, in the military. And uh, New England College didn't have an ROTC uh, program or, um, you know, at, at that time. And, and uh, so I ended up actually joining after college. I went in on the loan repayment plan. The Army paid off all my, my student loans. And uh, they ended up sending me to Monterey, California. And Which is a, be a beautiful place. Yes, yes, uh, it was gorgeous. And, and that's where um, they selected, and actually it was the, the language that I was hoping to get um, for me to study Russian. And I was a Russian linguist and intel analyst in the army uh, back in the 90s. And, uh, and it was just a great opportunity. After Monterey, I went to uh, Fort Riley, Kansas, mm. uh, where I was in a tactical unit and, and served out there. But, uh, but no, I, I enjoyed that and, and my opportunity to serve. And then, then later on, I ended up serving in the New Hampshire Guard. Well, that's so fantastic. And I know you have a continuing commitment to veterans. And we'll get to, the, get to what you're doing now in just a minute. One of the, but the, the, the very interesting transition. So you came out of the service uh, and over time, you've had a, a series of very interesting uh, positions that are both political and governmental. Just run us through that because it's, I think it's just so um, emblematic of how you can have a very positive impact. And in the process, I think learn a lot that makes it even, makes you even more valuable in trying to improve and make contributions to, uh, to New Hampshire and beyond. Yeah, th thanks, Jay. Uh, af so after my army service ended in Kansas, I, I did, I ended up coming back to the Granite State, back to New Hampshire. Um, I actually even, when I, when I was in the army, I uh, voted from out in Fort Riley back to New Hampshire. <laughs> and, Good for and, you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I got, I got back involved. Uh, I was able to, you know, reconnect at first, uh, got involved back in politics again, but really my, my interest was uh, to serve on more in government on a congressional mm -hmm. staff. And that opportunity came about in, in the late nineties with uh, former US Senator Bob Smith. Oh, that's and, terrific. Yeah, and I served, served, on, um, served on the Senator's staff, uh, for I think it was two and a half years towards the end of his term. And then then ended up uh, also serving with Congressman Jeb Bradley and, and Congressman Frank Kinta. And, and as I recall, David, uh, that was a, an area where you had an opportunity to really get into veterans affairs on, 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 a, on a number of those staffs that you were involved in, um, working on cases, but also I think probably just getting an understanding of how 
uh, veterans trying to navigate the system can be a really a tough thing to do without a little bit of help here and there. And um, I, my, my sense has been that your heart has always been in that, really trying to be very, very helpful. And that, that's right. I've been, uh, I continued my involvement helping veterans uh, in those three uh, positions. I, I handled veterans outreach and uh, issues for, for each one of those members of Congress. And, um, you know, we did, we did a lot of work both on the, you know, the individual casework, uh, but also working with the veteran service organizations directly to our friends at the State Veterans Advisory uh, Committee, as well as, uh, you know, the, the VFW, the American Legion, and um, helping support all, the, all these veterans in these uh, great organizations. And, um, and that's what I continue to do today and, and led me to uh, some of the work I was doing at HUD. Well, that, that is so marvelous. And I don't know if all of our listeners know how you and I first uh, connected uh, back what is now, I guess, 23 years ago, so a long time ago, but back in 1998, um, when I was, I'll tell the story, when I was running for governor and in the primary, um, you know, the, these primaries are hard fought campaigns. And that's how I met David, but actually not working on my campaign, but actually working on one of my opponent's campaigns. And in New Hampshire, in I guess probably in other places too, it's you go to campaign events time after time, you see the same people and you get to know them. It's a little bit of an inside game there where you get to know the people who are in the, in the, uh, in the, in the, um, on the circuit, if you will. And uh, David just always struck me as like the nicest, nicest guy, even though he was working like a dog for my opponent. Uh, I thought this is a really nice guy. And, um, and, uh, and after that 98 campaign, uh, we, we, I guess we didn't really see each other much if, if at all for a while. And then we reconnected back, I think it was in 2016, uh, but we reconnected at, of all things, a veterans-related event. And, uh, right. and David, you were so phenomenal. It was that first Children of Fallen Patriots event that we held uh, at Fratello's in Manchester, where, where yeah. you were awesome. And, uh, and, uh, and you got involved in Children of Fallen Patriots, which I think is just fantastic. Well, well, that's right. And, and back in back in the day when Jay and I, when we first met, uh, and all, I, I didn't know Jay prior to when he was running for uh, office. <laughs> and, and, then, and then later we'd become such wonderful friends. <laughs> but, but that's true on how we ended up meeting and <laughs> through and through a very grueling campaign <laughs> in, a, in a primary. But we reconnected because I saw on social media that you were doing a great thing. For helping children of fallen patriots and uh and i wanted to get involved and help and you have and you've done such a wonderful job and uh, even since uh since then we've really built out children of fallen patriots in new hampshire uh to be a leading or leading part of the organization nationwide and um you know we're just so proud of Ch children of fallen patriots cfp as we call it or fallen patriots sometimes uh because we we really do we do take care of any child who loses a parent in active military service. And we, and we do pay for their education all the way through college or vocational school or whatever that child might need. And, um, and you know, I'm just so proud of uh, how that has helped kids, kids who've, uh, whose parents have made that ultimate sacrifice. And, and um, it, it does change lives. And, and, and David, thank you so much for all that you have done. I know you've poured your heart and soul into, uh, into uh, fallen patriots, also veterans affairs more generally. But thank you, David. Well, 
Well, it's a, it's a tremendous organization and I, I'm just so pleased you introduced me to it. And um, I, I mean, it just does tremendous work for children that lost their mom and dad in the line, mom or dad in the line of military service. And, you know, we, we get very involved with children of fallen patriots where these kids are our family. I know Jay's very, very much been personally involved with helping, helping these children um, directly. And you really get to know the families and hear the tremendous work that, that Jay started here in New Hampshire was really getting the word out about the organization and getting the word out to families, to families in need. Um, well, thank you for that, yeah. David. And of course, Karen has been uh, such a, yes. um, my wife, Karen has been such a big part of this. Yes. It's, it's so fulfilling and it's so wonderful. It's just this love. And we, we do get to meet some, I mean, these kids are just great kids um, uh, who are in there so deserving and so appreciative and changing their lives. And, 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 and David, you know, one of the things that I think is uh, really a tribute to you is that um, back in um, several years ago, you took on a pretty senior position uh, working with the cabinet um, department, with the housing and urban development. Uh, and uh, Dr. Ben Carson, who ran that uh, department uh, uh, while you were working there. But what you did, I thought was phenomenal, being the regional, New England regional uh, administrator. And you used that, um, that position not only to do great things in housing, but to focus specifically on veterans and veterans homelessness. And um, just how did that happen? And, and you, I know you're really, pr I'm proud of what you've done there. T tell us what, what, what has been achieved because it has been remarkable. Well, thank you, Jay. It, when my time at HUD was uh, just an honor of a lifetime to be able to serve as regional administrator um, in the administration and, and to be able to help at HUD, uh, Department of Housing and Urban Development, our neighbors most in need. And, some of, some of the things that I really focused on, that we focused on uh, in New England, uh, it, it was one helping, while the economy was doing strong, helping those communities still that needed that extra help and bringing resources and creativity and partners to bear, to, to get out and help those communities, to get out of the office and actually be in the communities. We were, you know, with you right up in, uh, Newport with all the tremendous work that, that, that you're doing with um, uh, doing federal resource roundtables in those communities throughout New England. A lot of them are old mill, mill town uh, communities that are still trying to reinvent themselves and, um, and are doing all sorts of great things to, to do so, to, to revitalize them. And uh, so that, that was one of the priorities. Uh, another was um, in our region, we have a lot of old housing stocks. So we were doing a lot with um, continuing with lead abatement and making homes uh, safer and healthier for families. And then the uh, one of the third focuses was around ending veterans homelessness. And so, that's Hampshire, a terrific, terrific initiative. David, yeah, really we, we've got such a high population of veterans in New Hampshire and in, in northern New England, and we have been, you know, making tremendous strides there. And so uh, those were three areas that, uh, that I was focused on, and I had the privilege of serving under, under Dr. and Secretary Ben Carson. 
and, uh, and, and couldn't have been more honored to have been uh, chosen for that position. And now, and, and, and this is just so great that you've moved into what I'll call a, um, not a government role, but a, a role where you're continuing to actually leverage much of the experience that you had uh, working in the uh, department and uh, continuing to help veterans as well as others, but, but veterans in particular. Um, so I just, I think it's phenomenal. To, to tell, tell us what yeah. you're doing because Harbor Care is just a great organization. No, no thank you. The, um, so when, when I was at HUD and really um, focusing on ending veterans homelessness, our lead partner in the state uh, on doing that in the nonprofit realm is Harbor Care and it's Veterans First program. And I know um, they're also one, one of the, uh, in, one of the largest uh, nonprofits and organizations that, are, that support our veterans in need that a lot of people haven't heard of. And um, at Harbor Care, so I, after uh, my post at HUD, I got to continue that mission on working on ending veterans homelessness by joining Harbor Care as Director of Veterans Services with an incredibly talented team that does um, outreach directly to our veterans where they are, um, providing transitional housing. We've got three sites, two in Nashua and one in Manchester that provide transitional housing uh, for our veterans, uh, Delanus House, Buckingham Place, and BAE Independence Hall. And most recently, we've got a permanent housing facility that uh, Alex Ray, the founder of Common Man, uh, helped really lead and spearhead called Boulder Point up in Plymouth. No, that's, that's, and by the way, a shout out to, to Alex, because he's been phenomenal. It's just really great stuff. We appreciate it. Oh, he, he's amazing. Every single month, he brings the common man team and they come up and, and serve food uh, for our veterans up at, up at Boulder Point. Um, but then also at, uh, at Harbor Care Veterans First, we also provide supportive services. So we've got a health and dental clinic. So it, it's... Uh, any veteran that is of lower income, it's based on scaled on their ability to pay. And we've got uh, healthcare, dental care, a pharmacy, mental health assistance, um, substance uh, abuse assistance, and uh, also educational and, and job support. That's uh, terrific. Yeah. Well, well, really well done. And I know you're, you're not, you have such a busy uh, and uh, important role. But I also know that even beyond all this, you um, hobnob with the international world leaders of various kinds. Uh, and that I, I know, <laughs> I, I, was, I was absolutely blown away when you told me that you were hosting uh, Poland's uh, president, Lech Walesa. I thought, my yes. gosh, is that really possible? And, and uh, down in Washington, D.C., David, you and, and you had me host along with uh, Dick Sweat and some others. Uh, hosted uh, Lequilessa at the National Prayer Breakfast. The National Prayer how, Breakfast. How did that happen? Because not everybody uh, hobnobs and those <laughs> you know, famous uh, uh, presidents of European countries. Um, but you're 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 one of the most connected guys I know, David. <laughs> well, the, well, you know. I, as I mentioned, I studied at New England College, and one of my majors, along with political science, was also foreign relations, and that uh, got my interest in being a Russian linguist and, and keeping up with that. And among uh, while, while I served uh, um, 
on, on the staff of uh, members of Congress doing veterans issues, I also handled um, as well foreign relations issues. So I always kind of kept myself in, involved in that realm and, and uh, got involved with the National Prayer Breakfast too and the World Affairs Council when they have foreign delegations, you know, coming, getting involved in helping, uh, helping host and, and uh, but like Valenza, I, I met through uh, dear friend Fredo Arias King, who is very involved in, in uh, uh, international relations, particularly the former Soviet Union and, and involved in pro-democracy efforts in, in that realm. And, and Fredo had brought me down to um, Harvard University, along with Representative Fran Wendelbo was there as well, another mm -hmm. friend of ours. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and uh, you know, Leck was there addressing Harvard and was the former president, as you know, was absolutely delightful, a burst of energy, <laughs> <laughs> an incredible sense of humor. And, and I invited him if he was available. And on short notice, they said yes. And, and then flew over and then we did some scurrying to get him actually seats at the National Prayer Breakfast and all of all things got him front row. <laughs> that was, that was but, so great. But then he came great. to our New England reception. So, <laughs> but it, it was it was a lot of fun and, and what a uh, opportunity to meet former president and Nobel Peace Prize laureate and and a man who who changed world history really. Yeah, no, this it was yeah. a phenomenal opportunity to get together with to meet him and have conversations with him and understand his perspective because he really did change world history. And, um, and it was re remar remarkable to see him years later, still vibrant, vital, um, and uh, having an impact. And, and, um, impressed, and impressed by your, um, uh, what great shape you're in, Jay. <laughs> well, we did have a pretty interesting dialogue. <laughs> with, with like, I, I think- he thought, he thought you were in way too good a shape to be a businessman. Well, that was exactly <laughs> it. He, he said, he had this, I think an impression that the, the, the businessman, business person was a more rotund person than, than me. <laughs> and that, it was a great exchange, actually. <laughs> yeah, he, he thought maybe I fit in more in that profile. <laughs> well, well D David, um, yeah, I'm, I'm also impressed that you just recently also, uh, you continue this um, involvement in world international foreign relations affairs, where you have hosted uh, delegations. And... Um, and in your beautiful um, home in um, Henniker, you just recently did host a wonderful delegation, and and, and that was such a, a great, um, a great reception, great event. And I thank you for inviting me to it. We had I not you had a group, and it was from the Ukraine. Uh, yeah, right. Who who were there? And um, explain the the what you did during the course of that week because they 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 were so appreciative of getting to see the real America, the real New Hampshire. Uh, not just the tourist one. Well, it's a, it's a great program that the World Affairs Council of New Hampshire has that's called the Open World Program. And, and that's where they bring in over young emerging leaders throughout the world, uh, not just political leaders, but also business leaders. Um, it could be folks, um, legal scholars, um, you, you name it, that are emerging in their particular uh, field. And in this, this case, it was uh, Ukraine members of, uh, oh, here just a second, Ukraine members of um, parliament 
who were young emerging leaders. And this was the first delegation to come over since COVID. And it was, it was a small group. And with, with the program, you also, um, they actually stay in folks' homes. So one of the members of parliament was my house guest too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you really play host uh, to the folks that come over and they really get to experience uh, New Hampshire. They meet, they go over to the state house, meet with our legislators, learn about how our government runs. They meet with uh, business leaders, how our, learn about how our economy you know, runs and, and really uh, gets to live as a regular American, you know, <laughs> where we're, we're home hosting. And uh, so I had the privilege of, uh, and actually when, when they had their first delegation coming in, I dove in and, and said, I'd love to host, love to help out. And um, I've done this, this for, for a number of years. And it, it was the first delegation to come back and uh, it might be the only one this year, Jay. <laughs> Because well, you, of, you're, you're right, the COVID yeah. and other things that are happening. With, well, with it, the challenges, yeah. Well, it's so terrific to be talking with you, David. And one of the, um, kind of in wrapping up here, I think they're a nice, kind of a nice bookend to um, your time in Henniker, because I do, I love the fact that you not only went to school in Henniker at uh, New England College, uh, but now have returned all the way through done all these wonderful things in DC and beyond and other places. And uh, now you have found a home in back in Henniker, New Hampshire, uh, where I'm talking to you today, uh, where it, it owned, I believe, by a former professor of yours. And I just think that's the <laughs> neatest thing. You come full circle. And as I like to say, the salmon always swim back upstream. And, uh, <laughs> and not, not, not only one of my professors, our you know, favorite professor, <laughs> Doc, Dr. Sace uh, and his uh, wife, Anne, uh, lived here and is doing great today. She will be 90 next month. Oh, wow. And I, I didn't plan on moving. I was hiking at Pat's Peak last year with my sister. We were out for a hike and a drive and, and saw that. Dr. Sace's old home was for sale. They lived in this home from 1960 to, I believe, 2007. And um, he held classes right in this house. We'd sit around the fireplace and have evening seminars. And he was our professor of international relations. And we'd study about, uh, you know, where civilizations began throughout the world and did model United Nations together. And, and to, as, as you mentioned, to be able to come back and actually be here in Henniker in a beautiful spot and uh, to be reconnected and involved with my alma mater, New England College, that I'm very proud that you're involved in as well, um, serving on the board of trustees. But, uh, but yes, it's, it's been just wonderful to, to be able to move back out to the country here in such a historic uh, house that has such great memories it was built built in 1765 wow well david <laughs> I, I i just want to thank you for spending um this time with us today on american sunshine because we always do like to bring what i call rays of positivity rays of sunshine and you're clearly uh a, a very positive influence and having really substantial contributions to uh, new hampshire and to our country so, um, so David, thank you very much for spending time uh, with us today on, on American Sunshine. Oh, thank you so much, Jay. And thank, thank you for providing this incredible service of the Sunshine Report. 
and thank and thanks to all stay pot and as i always like to say stay positive thanks for listening bye bye